Canada. I am your queen. You are listening to CITR 101.9 FM. Splendid. Hello and good morning. It is 3 after 9 in the a.m. I didn't even know that they made time this early anymore. I thought it was totally out of style. But here we are in the morning. My name is Megan. I'm the arts director at CITR 101.9, which is what you're listening to right this second. Happy International Women's Day. Thank you very much to Robin Bunton, who played that last hour of all-girl stuff. And what you listened to last was Licky Lee Tonight, a live acoustic take, the beautiful and talented Licky Lee. Um, One of my faves. Now, uh, International Women's Day, we are celebrating uh, women all over the world. And at CITR, we're looking at female-identified voices and programmers, um, the breadth of femininity. And what uh, I wanted to do is just give a chance for our programmers and behind-the-scenes staff to uh, to have a, an all-female voice today. So I'm very, very excited to bring that to you. As uh, And thank you to all the programmers who will be coming up throughout the day. Now, right now, I am in the studio with young James a.k.a. Jamie Kendall Ward, um, who I ran into over at Great Dane the other day, and I said, hey, (laughs) why don't you come and join us, because I know you're a very talented musician, and you're also interested in talking about uh, identity, which is something that I'm interested in talking about. Um, But why don't you give us a a sentence uh, or three uh, about who you are and what you do, James? Uh, Hello. Uh, yeah, uh, my name is, well, my stage name's Young James. Uh, my name's Jamie Kendall Ward, or James uh, is also nice when people call me that. Um, I am a student at UW, uh, UBC, UW. I grew up in Wisconsin. Um, <laughs> it's nostalgic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's snowy right now in your head, isn't it? Yeah, it really <laughs> is. Um, I, so, I'm yeah, I'm a student at UBC uh, in the geography program and also in the creative writing program, um, which keeps me busy. Um, so when I'm not studying or buried under books, I, uh, I also play music. Um, I haven't been doing a lot of things cause I've been studying and being buried under books, but I did record an EP last December. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, re- is that the one at the Waldorf? No, oh, no. Uh, that was my first album. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, great. But yeah, I Keeping do, I do have one album. It's available on the internet. Um, and I, my EP that I recorded in December I'm releasing probably come spring sometime so I'll keep you informed with that one excellent well we yeah. will look forward right now uh, is the best place to find you youngjames.bandcamp.com youngjames.bandcamp.com I also have youngjamesmusic.com which mm-hmm. is a bit of a skeleton at the moment because I could post my geography essays on there but that and would I'm be sure uninteresting they would be <laughs> wonderful uh, but yeah youngjames.bandcamp brings you to my album and then you can have a look at that and that's a fun time. So. Excellent. So what we're going to do is we're just going to get to some music. That's going to make some music right now. Um, and uh, can you give us uh, just the intro to what we're going to hear? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start by getting comfortable. I'm going to mm-hmm. start by playing you a song I wrote for my sweetie. 
Aw, okay. Yeah. Thanks so much. So this is, and what's the title? The title is My Dear. This is My Dear, Young James at CITR 101.9 International Women's Day. It's the sour of the rhubarb makes the strawberries so sweet. It's the cold winter ground that warms the leaves that warm your feet. It's the highway over the hill that keeps the silence on your street. And the sun gets scrubbed and shiny by the sleet. drop of sleet there is a little speck of light and highways turn to photographs at some point in the night seeds survive the winter cause the ground blankets them in and rhubarb keeps its sugars near its skin got a little insight and I've got a little money and if you were rich and famous I would still sing to you my dear cause the maple makes its syrup when its sap begins to freeze so that you and I can drink it in our tea above my city come down to gently drop the rain we catch it in our lungs and send it rising up again creeks and rivers run to where the ground can hold them in droplets press themselves against your skin and I've got a little time now and I've got a little ditty and if you were rich and famous, I would still sing to you, my dear. Cause the maple makes its syrup when its sap begins to freeze. So that you and I can drink it in our tea. Ooh. so lovely Thank on you. a Friday morning. Mm-hmm. That's a morning song for it sure. It is a very morning <laughs> song. 
Um, Jamie, James, tell me <laughs> a little bit about um, when you realized that you uh, wanted to express yourself in through music. Oh, goodness. Um, well, I, okay, so. <laughs> um, it's not a very loaded question or a large no, question. No, no, no. So just it's jump right in. Just, I mean, I have, I, yeah. Such a simple um, thing. <laughs> I, well, okay, so I was raised um, very, very religious um, in a sect of Christianity that sang um, hymns, and we weren't the, like, holy hallelujah, like, singing loudly kind of 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 singers. We were the, like, like, if we had one of those, um, what's it called with the where it plucks the strings instead of oh. hits them, the harpsichord. Mm-hmm. Like if we, if we, like it would sound the best with the harpsichord. Mm-hmm. But each one had these like these intricate kind of like four part harmonies, and we'd all try to sing the harmonies, and you know we would do our best um, in this little <laughs> in this little you know lion center up in Prince George. Um, but I've been so I've been harmonizing for as long as I can, as long as I've been alive. Um, And my mom also was really, um, she was like, great, I have three girls. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. And she'd bring us into different rooms of the house, one of my early memories, and um, teach me the highest part and my elder sister the middle part and my oldest sister the low part. And then we would like we had we'd just sing one verse out of Seven Bridges Road, and we still sing it now when we get together, um, like there, 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 and then we just kind of go with that. Uh, so I've been I've been harmonizing along to like the radio for as long as I can remember too, and then I guess when I was little, I would just like kind of write different words to hymns, and they would all still be like, and then Jesus loved me anyway. <laughs> And, uh, um, and Fingers like, crossed. children, I want to tell you a story about Jesus or whatever. And so, um, when I was 16, my mom kind of like left her guitar out and I was like, oh, I should, you know, I should pick that up. And then I started writing songs just about kind of anything like the, the TA I had a crush on, um, the, my job at, at the like Walgreens <laughs> which is the American equivalent to London drugs and and then I just kind of went from there and and uh at one point I performed a song at like some choir concert and a teacher wrote or a, a parent wrote a te- my teacher that it was good and I was like oh and then so that kind of shifted some things and then uh I sort of kept like that kind of sat in the back of my head like oh I don't I don't just like write crap like I could write I could write songs as a thing mm-hmm. um and then totally forgot about that for like six years and then kind of came back to it somehow just sort of playing with guitars in my friend's living room and making stuff up going to the uh the open mic at uh Cafe du Soleil mm-hmm, I that don't, is a good one yeah I don't go there any I don't, I like, I'm really busy, so I haven't gone in a long time, but I used to go to do that, like, hipster judgment thing, which I'm, like, I'm, I'm not proud. <laughs> when I first moved to Vancouver, I was like, let's go to open mic and watch people perform. And then I was like, I, maybe I'll be one of the people that, that you all judge. Put and your, then... put your guitar where your mouth is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, uh, and then it worked. I was going, like, every weekend and then, or every Thursday, and after a while, you kind of have to you know, bringing new things. So that's what 
that's what got you know the contents of my first album and then since then I've just been like okay I'm gonna you know write another one excellent yeah so can we hear another song yeah absolutely um this one's got a bit of a story Wait, let me check the tuning of my guitar here for everyone's sake sounds great uh this one is about a struggling grain farmer in Lumbee. Uh, his name is Werner. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he plays drums for my sister. And he and I bonded over uh, a Budweiser in a boot about a year and a half ago. And <laughs> I wrote a song about him. So this is that song. Plant in the springtime, you bail in the fall, and then when the snow comes, you find another job. You go out to the bar and you buy yourself a beer. You lean across the table. Right in my ear We don't know anything I come from the city Where all I do is try Tell you to hold on and look you in the eye. Cause we've got all our best minds working through the night. And all they're sending this way are lists of things.
bouncing along in my chair here. <laughs> that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> you were keeping rhythm for me. I feel like I did an okay job. I feel like it was pretty instrumental. Yeah. Pretty instrumental, me bouncing along. Um, so I ran into you and I said, oh, you should come join uh, this programming that I'm putting together that CITR is, is producing. And then on Facebook, I was like, well, I had put aside all this time and I actually did... Re- there's a bunch of male allies who are like, I want to participate. I'm like, no, female voices. And so I kind of was like, oh, how do I ask? Like, are you female identified? And you said, it's complicated. And I said, that's the best. Let's do that. <laughs> that's even better. So, um, and because, uh, you know, it, it was definitely, uh, we put this together pretty shortly. So uh, I, I really do want to include the discussion of that. Because, like, the tagline I put up was, like, how cuterous is your uterus? Um, but... Uh, as I had mentioned in my promotional material, no uterus required mm-hmm. because there are plenty of ways to think about yourself uh, as female. Um, there's a whole range of identification. So um, w- could you tell us a little bit about um, how you came to where you are at now and, um, and, and how you feel about that issue of identification? Yeah, totally. Um, I... Yeah, I, I am female identified, mm-hmm. uh, even though I, I go by James kind of more and more every day. Um, even though Jamie's fine, if you slip up, it's great, or it's not a slip up, or whatever, it's mm-hmm. fine, it's fine. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I, so I'm female identified, which if you are not, if you're not kind of familiar with sort of the queer community, you would kind of look at me and be like, like, you, like of course, the person <laughs> is female identified. You'd be like, lady looks like a dude, but you'd still <laughs> include the lady in there, yeah. so, um, but the, I mean, the reason it's complicated is because uh, I, I mean, I identify as butch, but albeit a soft butch. Um, I learned, I learned that that slight distinction when, when the. I see you got I was, some polish on there. Yeah, <laughs> I got a little polish on. Uh, I would hang out with um, people I identified as femme, and then I would giggle, and then they would be delighted that I was that my butch shell was breaking, <laughs> and I was like, oh no, 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 sweetie, <laughs> giggles happens. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, um, I mean, my my identity, and I, I think everyone's to some degree is um, is always kind of changing. It's mm-hmm. a process. It's mm-hmm. a constant process. Um, and I mean, like I said, I was raised very, very Christian, um, shout out to the Christians. Um, but it wasn't the, the sect that I was raised in didn't really serve me at all. And so, um, I'm, I'm in the process right now of kind of like uncovering memories Mm -hmm, I have mm -hmm. when I was a kid. I'm like, oh, when I was seven, I really wanted a crew cut. (laughs) <laughs> and that never happened. And because of the environment I was in, no one read into it at all. And then later I... Like it was so like, straight that no one even was like yeah, worried about it. I was like, exactly. I was like, I want a boy's haircut. And my mom um, settled on letting me look through the boy's catalog at the uh, at the haircutting place. And then when I when I picked a mushroom cut, she told the, the uh, hairstylist to like to make it, to girly it up for me. And I was mm. like, oh, like, I had this short is a hair bob mom, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, I mean, the mushroom cut is because I wanted to be Jonathan Taylor Thomas. We um, all did. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's cross-cultural. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, it, it took me kind of getting out of that religion with all due respect to religions. Um, when I was like 21, 20, 21, um, and I'm only 26 now. So I'm like five years old. Um, in like with in in all ways, but um, when I came out, I 
um, of my religion, I also, like, <laughs> it was, like, this process, oh, my goodness, of, like, every new guy I would date, they'd be, like, like, so, like, tell me about your sexuality, and I'd be, like, like, the first one, I was, like, well, I don't know, girls are hot, and the second one, I was, like, I don't know, girls are really hot, and then the third <laughs> one, I'm, like, I also like girls, and then, you know, the fourth, and then so the I, fourth like, one was a girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, so I, like, slowly kind of came out to, like, being, I don't know, I, at the time, I identified as bi, um, like, in every sort of, like, you know, hetero relationship I was in, and then, yeah, and then I got out of that, you know, and then I dated women, and it was great, um, but the, the, the distinction, I mean, the, my, my sexuality had a lot to do with my exploring of my gender, even though those two are, mm-hmm. things are very separate for mm-hmm, me, mm-hmm. um, so my, I think that I had I had a friend who was female bodied and female identified and wore boxer shorts and I was in the habit of stealing my boyfriend's boxer shorts which they thought was super cute and I was like right super cute and uh and then I just like wanted to she would like let them she'd have her boxer shorts and then she'd let her pants kind of hang like you know like the yeah. wearing girls pants but hanging them really really low and I was like I'm that's my style. And the guy I was with was like, no, but I mean, your style is a more feminine version of that style. And then I broke up with him. <laughs> and, then, and then I think it just took me kind of being single and going to H&M and being like, well, I like, I prefer the the boys' underwear. And then that kind of, um, I like, I prefer the more masculine way of, of identifying. And, and um, I think that, I mean, I've, I've, I've thought really, it's, it's like, it's not, I've, it's something I think really hard about all the time, of course. Um, I'm also a Virgo, so <laughs> I'm like, you know, file that away. But um, the, it's, it's both like the most serious thing you can think about and the least serious mm-hmm. you can think, you can think about it all the time. You know, you're like, okay, this is, this is me. This is my identity. This is very, like, I need to be seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I need to figure out what I am so I can present what that is so that I can be seen. Um, but what I am and what I present doesn't have to be anything. It can be whatever Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want, you know, and so that's, it's a way of looking at gender that, that, I mean, not a lot of people are encouraged to do, um, and I only have started to do, um, to be honest, since I moved, moved to East Vancouver. <laughs> like, yeah, they're, they're pretty into it. <laughs> yeah. I find, too, that, uh, sexuality, gender identification, which are all different, one of the things I found, um, talking to people is that those things are all very important, I think, to who a person is. Uh, differently to different people. Um, but at the same time, you don't want to be reduced to any of those things. Yeah, and you don't exactly. want to be limited by any of those things. So my uh, being, you know, kind of like a, like a het uh, woman, <laughs> uh, cis, cis female is, um, which is where one's outer, uh, outer visage matches pretty completely the inner visage. Um, that's what uh, my understanding of cis. And um, which is so that we don't other the term trans, mm-hmm. which I really like, um, is uh, is something that's very important to me. And yet at the same time, I am more than that. I'm more than some of my parts. And I think what I've been noticing with the uh, talking about identity is that there was this really strong push 
um, to talk about identity politics and, you know, there's all these labels and all these names. And I think that's a very important time of like coming up with new ways of looking at people. But now we're also in a, in a thing where people don't almost want to avoid identification because they do feel like they're being labeled just because there's mm-hmm. more labels. Every time we come up with another label, someone represents a shade of gray mm-hmm. involved with that label. Absolutely. So I think it's interesting to talk about, but, um, it's also something that I don't know if we'll ever move past or that we need to move past, but that to say that these labels are, are should be considered fluid and, and personal. People should uh, self-identify to whatever degree that they believe is comfortable for them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, identifying others is, is always a, like a very tricky thing. And I think that, that the, I mean, labels are a very a tricky thing because there's, there's so much inherent power in them and mm-hmm. and there's there's something that's amazing about being able to um you know fine tune your 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 identity and your presentation and your understanding of yourself you're like oh this label means this so i guess i'm kind of so i'm like i like i'm butch ish you know mm-hmm. it kind mm-hmm. of it works and um stuff like that but then at the same time you know labels are terrifying because they can be taken from you and then thrown at you mm-hmm. you know and, and 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 if you don't act the way that people you don't necessarily know how other people have defined that label mm-hmm. down to the minute grains so if you act differently maybe now you're surprising someone and now you have this this like uh barrier between you yeah precisely but i um i find that i i mean when i first started identifying as butch i got I got a little bit like, oh, sweetie, you are not butch. And then I was like, soft butch? And they were like, oh, okay. Um, But I think that it's like, I think that we, I think that that labels are, are, they're there for our use. And and if if I want to interpret what, you know, what what an an indicator um, means to me, then, then I think that I have the, the power to do that and so does everyone else so mm-hmm. i could like i could meet 10 butches who are like 10 completely different interpretations of 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 butch and and i also like i can um when i started presenting as more masculine and started um uh using james as a name too i think i think uh like a lot of people started heeing me, which mm-hmm. is like totally legit, and and like yeah, you're not a lot uncomfortable people, with that. Yeah, there's a lot of people <clears throat> who present, um, like I do, who deliberately change their names so that they get they get you know um, gendered, you know accordingly. And but I really like identifying as like masculine and James, but still very like female, still very mm-hmm. she and and. I'm totally going to misquote someone right now. Kind of. I'm going to paraphrase. That's what we're all about. <laughs> um, but um, writer and amazing performer um, Ivan Coyote mm-hmm. um, talked about the, the he, she thing and, and um, said that there's there's something to be said about making a statement about just how, what she can mean. You know? And I think that um, if I were to identify as, as he, it would like in my mind I'd be like, oh yeah, anyone who wears boxer shorts, like you're now mm-hmm. you're switch, you're on this side of the binary. And I think that there, I think that she can mean, you know, 
boxer shorts. She can mean, you know, male-bodied, male-present, like, male-identified, you know, all these things. Like, you can, there's, like, what what fits into either category is, is like, anyone's choice, I think, so. And if you're not familiar with Ivan Coyote, um, they're a local poet and activist, uh, just, like, an amazing writer and actually has a gender uh, performance series coming up with Ray Spoon, I think. Uh, I think or that did happened. that just happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Darn it. Yeah. I don't know when they're going to perform again, those two. Um, I missed the show. It was, I think, last weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but the show is called Gender Failure. Yes. Uh, it was touring Canada. It'll, it might come around. Look it up. Look them both up. Ray yep. Spoon, Ivan Coyote. They're well, amazing. Why don't we have another song from Young James? Uh, and uh, then coming up next, we're going to talk to Nicole from uh, the F Word Media Collective at Co-op. Uh, we will listen to uh, their uh, an excerpt from their episode about the RCMP and Aboriginal women. And we're going to throw in some wings from CJSF, Women's International News Gathering Service. So that's coming up in the next hour. And maybe we'll play a little Ray Spoon because uh, I think it ties in with what we're talking because Ray Spoon identifies as they. Um, and uh, that is a gender fluidity, uh, like a non-identification or not a non-identification, but identification as uh, outside the gender binary, um, which sometimes doesn't always uh, and many times doesn't fit uh, people all the way through to the bone. So this is, uh, what are we going to hear now? Uh, we're going to hear a song called Dinosaur Boyfriend. Perfect. So uh, this is Young James. One more song on CITR 101.9. And just a heads up, our fun drive is over officially for the phone-ins. But you can still donate. We'll still take your money. We do this kind of amazing programming, uh, if I do say so myself, because uh, we can do whatever we want. But that costs money uh, so that we don't have to, we don't have to sell out to the big boys. So you can uh, donate citr.ca slash donate and then come check out some amazing female artists at tonight's fun drive finale at Chapel Arts. Here we have Young James. Thank you. <clears throat> Dinosaur boyfriend Adorably awkward when he's dancing Dinosaur boyfriend Carry me to bed in his mouth Dinosaur boyfriend Always eats up all of the dinner I made him Dinosaur boyfriend I don't think we could ever get a dog Dinosaur boyfriend Mother says as long as he's a Christian Dinosaur boyfriend Father says as long as he drinks beer Sabertooth tiger girlfriend I tried to give him a hickey and we ended up at the hospital Sabertooth tiger girlfriend He really, really likes it when I Dinosaur boyfriend You are so much better than all those monkeys I dated Dinosaur boyfriend I love you Thank you Thank you so much for joining us on this early Friday morning and um, that was Young James you can 
Uh, find her on Bandcamp, youngjames.bandcamp.com. Uh, you can also, is uh, Young James Music. Youngjamesmusic.com. There is, is another, I've discovered there's a there's a boys rock band from Saskatchewan that is Young James. I'm not that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can't just Google Young James, unfortunately. But if you look for me, I'm on Facebook. Uh, and yeah, youngjames.bandcamp.com. Uh, youngjamesmusic.com has links to my music. And uh, we'll look out for Send Along That EP in yeah. uh, the spring, and yeah. we'll play the crap out of it. I might even have a, a CD release party that I, I mean, you're personally invited to. I don't know wow. about the rest of these people. Okay, well, <laughs> keep it on the down low. That's what you're supposed to do with release parties, is, right? is like keep it really down Yeah, yeah, only like two low. or three people. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. Um, coming up, we have Nicole from uh, The F Word. Uh, Media Collective, and I think what we can do right now is we'll play a little uh, Ray Spoon so that I can set up for our next interview. And uh, thanks again to Young James, listening to CITR 101.9 FM. I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now!, Daily Grassroots Global Unembedded International Independent News Hour. And this is CITR 101.9 FM.
This week on the Arts Report, film, theater, dance, books, visual art, and more. Every Wednesday at 5 p.m., CITR art director Megan Thomas and the Arts Reporters explore what's fun, fascinating, campy, or critical in the Vancouver art scene. You can find bonus content on our Mixcloud, Facebook, and Twitter. Got an idea for a review, interview, or original production? Email arts at citr.ca. Listen Wednesdays at 5 p.m. or anytime on citr.ca.